Hello creatives, Jay here and you are listening to episode 11 of 99% Perspiration. This is a weekly podcast bringing you interviews and advice with today's creative and artistic professionals so that you can get the confidence and the know-how to become tomorrow's. Both interviewees this week spread themselves across two jobs in the creative world. First up is Alex Burgess. But I've been working at Capital and they have somehow put some faith into me and believe in me um, to do presenting on their station in the northeast. I get butterflies every time I go in because it's real. Alex Burgess is the founder of band promoter and management company Lone Wolf Promotions and presenter on commercial radio station Capital Northeast. Part of marketing is constantly reminding people that you exist and networking is all about the kind of community and it's not just about you that it should be about you know joining you know joining other people up that are in your network and again being valuable in that process by facilitating that relationship and that's ross coverdale as well as the marketing and communications executive of head resourcing he also runs the freelance marketing consultancy and design business content marketing creative And the music this week comes from the band Stems, based in Huddersfield. They're just back from a tour around Europe and have very graciously sent in their music for you to enjoy. And as you listen today, make sure you head over to Facebook and search for 99% Perspiration. Um, at the time of recording, we've got a growing community of 87 creative people and hoping to build and build over time into a network of people to swap ideas and advice with, maybe to even collaborate on, on projects together. So I hope you take something away from the interviews this week. And if you have any suggestions for improvements for the show or people you'd like to hear, then do get in touch. You can follow us on Twitter at 99podcast or head to the website 99podcast.com. Love to hear from you and hope you enjoy the show this week. I'm Alex Burgess. I am Lone Wolf Promotions. I am a band manager and I'm a presenter on Capital FM. So Lone Wolf um, is Lone Wolf Promotions. Um, I originally started out to kind of promote bands in the northeast. Um, work with them, put on showcases for new bands around Sunderland and Newcastle. But um, at the minute, it's kind of emerged, I guess. And I'm now doing management with it as well. So it's kind of like, it's more the branding of just Lone Wolf rather than Lone Wolf Promotions, I guess. It's still called that. But um, so I'm managing three bands now with Lone Wolf. Um, I'm managing Goy Boy McElroy from Darlington, Cellador uh, from Stockton and Schultz from Newcastle. Um, so it's kind of, without trying to sound too unprofessional, it's whatever I want it to be and whatever it, its purpose is at that time. So a lot of it at first was purely to promote bands. So I'd be like, I'd post on Facebook and Twitter, I'd be like, check this band out, they've got this, that and the other. And people would send me their new songs, new videos, I'd post them up, just a, a kind of helping hand, I guess. Um, and then that's when I started to put on gigs. Um, so I've been doing that for three years now. Started off in the January of 2012 um, with a gig for Help for Heroes to raise money for that. And um, it's crazy when I think back on it all now. 
um, that I had the fr- uh, the future heads and Frank and the Heartstrings were DJing that gig for me, and I just think that is so weird, like. Because I was like such a fan and that's how I got into the local music scene like around the northeast was going to see Future Heads, was going to see Frank and the Heartstrings, Maximo Park, Little Comets, Detroit Social Club when they were around and um, that's what made me want to start putting gigs on because with that I'd see the support acts and I'd think whoa like they're absolutely amazing why have I never heard of them and why have other people never heard of them why are they playing to just a few people like in a room in Sunderland so um, I guess I just wanted to kind of put music on that I liked and what I thought that other people would like and just great bands and artists around the northeast and people putting their faith in me I guess that's all I need like you know like there's been so many people that have helped me like with Generator they kind of helped me because they let me sit on the panel for Evolution Emergence so I get a say in that and uh, NARC have been incredible as well like NARC magazine have done so many kind of like features on my gigs interviews with me about like the stuff that I do with Lone Wolf and uh, for the festival that they're putting on this summer um, on the 4th of July um, they're letting me have a stage so I'm kind of doing Lone Wolf with that as well and it's just it's that kind of like team spirit like with other bands and artists and other promoters who I've worked with and just everyone around the northeast it's that enjoyment of being part of something the end again so cliched and so cheesy it's the pure enjoyment of being able to work for a few months at putting on a gig and then that night of standing there just chilling out and watching these bands singing along and yeah I'm just one big fangirl at the end of the day and I really enjoy it I want to do more I want to get out there so I'm hoping that maybe if I can look into funding for it that it'll be able to do that or maybe like more gigs where it is like kind of like on the door pay but I want to give something back to everyone that's why I make my gigs free um because if it, if anyone's like me I don't always have the money to go along I'd rather just if I could put the bands on as long as they've got money that I can give them as much as I can make it free get as many people in as you want you know just come down watch some cool music and support the scene yeah I recently left Spark FM I was the local music coordinator here um obviously again working with the local bands which helped a lot with Lone Wolf actually and that's actually how I got involved with Spark um at the time I was doing a film degree at Northumbria University and putting on my gigs and someone came up to me and she went yeah you're Alex Burgess Lone Wolf aren't you and I was like uh-huh yeah you're right I work at Spark FM and we're looking for a producer for the local music show and at this point I was thinking well what's Spark FM like I've got absolutely no idea because I was like through Newcastle mainly and um yeah so like I kind of like got pulled into that because I had a Sunday free and uh, so I started doing that and um I have just left there but I've just left university as well so I'm in that kind of quiet time at the minute but I've been working at Capital um they have somehow put some faith into me and believe in me um to do presenting on their station in the northeast and um, so I kind of do cover presenting if people are off. Um, so I've covered breakfast before for Bodge, Matt and Jojo. When Rob Howard was here, I did um, three months of covering his shows um, while he was elsewhere. Um, so now uh, I'm going back in. They've got a fancy new studio, so I'm going back in to learn about that. And then I'm going to be doing some more cover shifts and stuff over the next few months. So it's exciting to get back in there because it's been quite a while since I've actually been doing radio. Um mainly because I have been so immersed in my uh, dissertation, which is just, I can't believe is over. But uh, yeah, so I've been doing stuff at Capital. Um, 
I've been working festivals recently now that we're getting back into that because I do artist liaison work so I represent kind of like the team and help out with the bands uh, which is really good fun so I've been doing park life in Manchester and I've got Kendall calling coming up as well so uh, yeah trying to keep myself busy with Capital, it's just so amazing to be part of it because I just love the whole atmosphere of being there because obviously when you do community and student radio, you just know everyone, you spend time with them all of the time and it's just kind of like, it's just like messing on with mates, really. That's certainly the way I saw it when I was doing drive time. I just came in for three hours and had a laugh. But with Capital, it's that, you've got that kind of like, I get butterflies every time I go in um, because it's real. You know, it's like the number one commercial station in the Northeast, which is just, inc- and I'm allowed to go and present on that. And you just think, you know, I grew up listening to kind of like Capital and like obviously when it was Galaxy and stuff and like listening to all of that. And it's just incredible to be a part of it. And I absolutely just like love going in there. I love how fancy it all is, especially with the new studios. The desk moves up and down, <laughs> which is very exciting. Um. And it's just so nice to be part of that and actually be part of that team. I put myself, in 2013, I put myself in for Best Female at the Student Radio Awards. And then on Twitter, uh, I got followed by Giles from Capital. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Followed him back and I got a message. Have you got an email address? Uh, I'd like to email you. You know, it'd be great to come in and meet you. And I was thinking, oh my God, what is this? Like, what is going on? I was thinking, have I kind of sent something off? Have I not remembered? Like, how does he know who I am? And um, I went in, had a meeting. It was great. Um, They got me, he was like, we'd really like you to do some demos for us. And I was like, yes. Um, And the month after, it was the Student Radio Awards. And uh, I got the Silver Award for Best Female. And uh, it turns out that Giles was actually one of the people who listened to my uh, entry. Um, So he kind of grabbed me while he could, I guess. (laughs) I guess is the way of saying it, without sounding too big-headed. So yeah, so that was, as I say, 2013, uh, nearly two years. I've been kind of like doing work for them and getting myself in there and keeping busy. So it's, I guess it's, I have got a lot to thank for like to spark and for the student radio awards because without that I wouldn't have been given this opportunity and what I do love though is kind of like if I was going to kind of I I hate saying that I'm one of those people that listens to all types of music what kind of music do you like everything you know what I mean but I do kind of like listen to a lot of stuff um but if I was going to kind of cut down a category I prefer my kind of like new music and indie music so it's nice to be able to go in and then being capital and I think that's what I love most about it because I still like that pop music so it's like lush to be able to go in and be like oh my god this new David Guetta song is class because it's like that it's that real it is real music passion when I'm presenting and that's I mean that's what my boss there says that he likes about is that I've got that real music passion um because it is it's all about the music and I love that it's all about the hits and everyone everyone else knows so like if you have a little something that you know about a song or maybe you think it sounds like something else it's nice for you to be able to put that across because then you get tweets through saying oh my god you're so right that song does sound like this song or you know what I mean stuff like that it's the little things um but the little things certainly add up when I first started out the only kind of shows that they could offer me were from two o'clock in the morning till six o'clock in the morning 
which is tough, especially when you're crying, like crying, <laughs> not crying, especially when you're trying to juggle that with university as well. Because you literally come home, you have a few hours sleep, and then it's like, oh my God, it's nine o'clock, I've got a lecture kind of thing. But I was willing to do that. I was willing, if I had to, to get a taxi to go there. Luckily, my parents took turns at driving me each morning when I first started out, which was really great because I don't drive myself. But I think that's what I've always done. I've always been willing to do whatever anyone's told me to do or asked me to do because I think you've got to show. You've got to show that you want to work there. You've got to show that you've got that drive. If someone wanted me to pick up their rubbish for them, if it kept me in the company, I'd go and pick up the rubbish for them. And I think that's what people need to understand is that yeah, there are a few tough jobs and yeah, if you go to a station you might have to go and make tea for a few weeks but you're in there and I think that's what more people need to do. They need to have that drive and show that they are willing to do whatever they can to get themselves in. Well, at first I kind of worried because I was doing, I had my hands like doing so many different things and I worried that people would be like, God, she's promoting, she's managing bands, like she's doing radio and like she's singing on as well because like I do some music as well so it's kind of like I really worried that because I had my uh, fingers in so many pies um, I worried that people would kind of like be really negative towards me about that um, but I've just constantly kept myself busy because I think if I haven't got the experience like yes I might have a degree hopefully if I pass it but um, if I haven't got experience alongside that then than what makes me employable and that's the kind of drive that I've always had and I don't want to be like don't get me wrong like I like to go out and you know I'm a normal kind of like 22 year old girl I like to have my nights out and stuff but I'd much rather be sitting in the house planning my next gig or kind of listening to a load of new bands that I haven't listened to before and like doing a bit of exploring like that I'd rather be doing that than sitting out in the pub for seven hours on a night you know what I mean I know that sounds really boring but when I go out, I like to go to my gigs. I like to kind of like find new music and new talent, which sounds so cliched again. But um, yes, yeah, so I've got that drive to just do as much as I can to kind of keep myself busy. And who, who knows who I might meet along the way, I guess. Like, you know, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do in life. Maybe I do go and work at Capital. Maybe someone picks up Lone Wolf and gives me some money so that I can do that full time. Maybe I'll work in a bar. Who knows? So why not keep myself busy while I can and while I've got the time to do it? Because at the end of the day, it's given me the experience. And I think that's the one thing I'd give people advice for. So many people, as well as, like, obviously myself, I thought people would think negative of me for kind of, like, doing so many things. But even when I was starting Lone Wolf, like, friends and kind of when I changed courses to do radio instead of film, people thought I was being daft. People were quite negative and... You know, I was just like, well, what are you doing that for? Like, where's that going to get you? And I just think the best advice that I can give is don't listen to anyone. Cut out all of that negativity. And if you want to do something and you believe in yourself, go and do it. Because it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. If you've got the drive and if you are able to do it, if you've got the time and if you can find the resources to do it, go out and do it because I think it's the best thing when you get that feeling of kind of like it's the whole like self-belief kind of thing and you like it really like pushes yourself up and it you know like I've never been a shy person but I've certainly been brought out of my box even more than I thought was possible doing all of this and meeting all of these people and I just think it's amazing and more people should do it.
I think this is with anything in this kind of industry as well. If someone doesn't email you back straight away, email them again. You know, give them get find their number, give them a call. It's kind of like that's what you've got to do. You have got to persevere because it is kind of like a long process. I mean, I was quite lucky enough to through the student radio awards got picked up that way, so I didn't necessarily have to send a load of emails, which it, it was lucky, but I wouldn't have minded if I had to. And it is kind of a, a long process of trying to like sort stuff out, find yourself in that station. Um, it's all about practice and certainly listen to the station because I've heard so many stories from different people where people have wanted to go in and find a job there or do some experience there and know absolutely nothing about the music that they play, nothing about the kind of station that it is. And you just think, are you daft? Like, there's so many other people that would be willing to be in your shoes to even step into the building and you get here and you don't know anything about it. So, like... Yeah, make sure you brush up on your knowledge of where you're wanting to go. Um, listen to the station, get a feel for the station. Certainly know who the presenters are. Um, in case you bump into them, if someone says, oh, I'm so-and-so, and you go, who? You know, the, the drive time presenter? You should know this. Why are you even here? And just like daft little bits and bobs like that. Um, yeah, persevere. So you can find me at lonewolfpromo.co.uk. Um, that is my website and blog or you can find me at facebook.com forward slash lone wolf promotions or on twitter i am at lone wolf promo if you want to see what i get up to on instagram and see the gigs and posters that i put up lone wolf underscore burgess the next lone wolf show is part of Narkfest, um, which is happening around Usburn um, on the 4th of july I am taking over the Free Trade Inn and I have four fantastic bands playing. I think the Northeast, like, have got it, like, you know, it's bang on at the minute. It's completely fantastic. Like, the scene is stronger than ever and it's absolutely incredible um, and it's great to be a part of. Alex Burgess there from Capital Northeast and from Lone Wolf Promotions. I find her so inspiring. She's 22, just like me, and she's accomplished so much in this short space of time, so really wish her best for the future and there'll be some extra content on 99podcast.com featuring Alex and the bands that she promotes in the near future so keep your eyes peeled for that okay so next up on 99% Perspiration episode 11 is Ross Coverdale and I wanted to ask Ross more about his marketing role at Head Resourcing Your job involves like a multitude of different media and working with so many different people. I mean, do you yourself find that the job gives you the flexibility to be creative? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, by having the opportunity to, to engage with the, you know, the teams across both of our offices and, like, and everyone in the business, you know, our team of directors to, you know, everyone. And the benefit certainly from a sort of business perspective for me is that, like, I, you know, I, I came in you know, three years ago, with absolutely no knowledge of the recruitment industry. But by being able to get under the hood and and understand everyone's job, like I, I know what every single person in the business does, that enables me to help that creative process. So when it comes to, you know, like I said, you know, bringing stuff out of people, is I, I'm not kind of coming in blind and, and throwing out a, you know, one-size-fits-all approach to, you know, to generating content and, and and getting, you know, like I say, getting ideas out of people. It's like, it sounds like some sort of 
crazy mad professor that's drilling into people's heads, but it's enabling me to provide the support that they need, I suppose. Because ultimately, that's that's what my role is, is to, you know, to help the company, you know, spread its wings and um, promote itself within the the community. And I mean, and, and ultimately, you know, make the company and the you know recruitment consultants more money. Um, and that's what it's all about. But I think by going through this process, it's it's far more valuable than than just sort of doing the hard sell that you know maybe some businesses do. I mean, the thing is, every business would needs. I, I think, especially these days, on like with with the internet, is that you know if your business is predominantly seen online and and you know you engage with your audience online, um, if you're not producing content, you don't exist. While some people can really can really really sell, um, it's not. It's, it's not just about that, and I think the place I see my role um, fulfilling is is kind of making making people look good, I guess, and it, but not like but not just on the surface, but kind of bringing you know the the kind of core values out or core um, the really really valuable stuff, I guess, out of people for a creative person to be in any business. That I think is where you know, like I I kind of like to approach. Um, marketing and certainly content marketing as being not so much like not so much trying to make people look good, but to show, to prove that they are good. I guess it's to you know to be creative is something that you know. I, I mean, I think I kind of think that everyone's creative, but people are you know creative in different ways. I, th- I think it's about being able to apply that creativity to to help and support a business in the way that in the way that they need and it's reflecting the goodness that's already within the company and, and ultimately so say you're a, say you sell products or you or you provide services um it's not just about it's not about the product or the business selling the product it's about the customers while a salesperson i mean i suppose any any good salesperson i think should be able to sell uh sell a product well by understanding how it can you know, improve the life of their customer. Um, but a creative person, I guess, can help that process. What I see myself as being really good at is making people's ideas shine. And it's kind of it's kind of a tagline that I've taken hold of um, from my freelance business. Like I say, it's not about just dressing up something that has no soul, I guess. Um, and that sounds, I don't want to sound too much like it sounds a bit hippie-esque but um, I think it, you know in order to provide real value to customers and, 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 to, and to other businesses and so when I engage with a client or you know or within my work as well within my day job um, I, I kind of I don't like to just take a, a surface level approach to things and I, you know I really want to and I suppose it's kind of like a, I talked about how I kind of got under the skin of the people in the business is that you know I, I don't want to just sort of try and find out a way to make something look attractive is that it's you no know, I want to show that this has real value like join up join the dots between the ideas and the the mindset I guess of the the people on the other end whether it's you know whether it's customers whether it's internal stakeholders in the business and and help that process I think it's, it's all about communication really so and I guess you know a, a good creative is, is good at that. Online networking is is really important as well. But I think to be, if you're promoting anything, whether it's you know your business or a charity you're involved with or projects you're doing or 
whatever, I mean, like anything, without being at the front of people's minds, they're not going to remember you. And I, and I think by by networking, again, whether, whether it's online or offline, putting that conscious effort into networking will make sure that you stay at the front of people's minds because, like, people might go, oh, you know, oh, who's that guy that, that you know, that has that, that Perspiration podcast guy? What on earth was his name? I can't remember. And they might try and Google it and they might type something wrong or whatever. And, they, and do you know what I mean? They, they'll probably try once and forget and then they'll be like, oh, well, never mind, I can't remember. Um, but by having a consistent approach, like if, you, if you're there all the time and, you know, and being helpful and that that is, it's, it's, I mean, it's marketing really, when you think about it, like there's the whole idea, you know, is it, you know, the multiple touch points that um, brands want to uh, get into people's heads before they buy a product, whatever it may be. So, you know, you might walk, you might walk down the street and you see a billboard for Fanta and then you see a TV advert for it, and then you may be following them on Facebook or whatever. I don't know if you follow, if anyone would follow Fanta on Facebook. Like marketing, part of marketing is constantly reminding people that you exist. And networking is partly that, but it's also, I think, because networking is all about the kind of community, and it's not just about you, that it should be about, you know, joining you know, joining other people up that are in your network and, again, being valuable in that process by facilitating that relationship, you know, you will, you know, you will remain more front of mind than, than someone who didn't. And, again, you know, like, I think a lot of people maybe see uh, online network or, or, or social networking, they see it as a, as a, like, a silver bullet approach. It's like something you can switch on you can do it. Oh, I, I have Twitter now, so that means I'm social networking. I am networked because I have Twitter. But if you're not doing anything with it, then it's, it's not going to take anywhere. And but again, like you know, it's not just about online either. Um, and I think certainly these days, uh, everyone and their mum is on Twitter uh, by having one-to-one, face-to-face conversations and building relationships. And maybe augmenting that with uh, an online, you know, with online channels, I guess, um, is a way to kind of really kind of, like, solidify that, I guess. Um, it's interesting, though, that you ask about networking, because, uh, again, I'm not, it's total, like, shameless plug. But um, at Head Resourcing, we actually produced a couple of white papers on networking um, last year. So we had a, the 21st Century Guide to Networking and the 21st Century Networking Handbook. Um, so this was, this was some work that we did with, with Scott Torrance that I mentioned earlier, a uh, really, really good guy. He he came on board to kind of help us flesh out some of our strategy. And one of the things that we, we fell upon, I guess, this is kind of, so going back to the recruitment um, space, is that recruitment is all about, you know, joining people up and, you know, introducing, you know, candidates to jobs and clients to candidates, I guess. And something that we kept coming back to was this idea of connectedness, you know, like whether you're talking about, you know, we've covered a lot of ground, actually, I'm not going to go into it, but um, networking is, is so important, like in that in that world, whether it's, you know, you're, if you're looking for a job, who do you turn to? Um, is it, you know, you, you might you might go straight to online job boards, but then you might also turn to your friends and family and say, well, you know, like, do you know if anyone's doing anything or 
where you know, or, or does does anyone know anyone, or is there anyone I can talk to, or whatever? Um, but yeah, so we came into that, and, and some of the things we started researching was interesting. Like, you know, it was the actual if looking at the way that networks are constructed. And this was getting into network science. It's it's kind of taking the idea that like a lot of people might see their network with themselves in the middle. So you know, if you imagine you've got like a kind of like a like a solar system, and you're the sun, okay. But it's actually, if you kind of just change that perspective slightly, like maybe imagine the kind of, uh, I can't remember, was, was it Galileo or something that <laughs> said that, you know, oh no, it's not the, it's the sun that revolves around the earth. It's, sorry, he said that the earth revolves around the sun. Just realised what I did there. And yeah, it's, it's changing the perspective so that if you think about yourself as part of a community and not, and as part of a wider network, you're no longer in the middle. Like you might form part of a cluster and people might come to you and, and you might be quite a big part of that cluster or big part of that network, but it's not about you being in the middle. It's it's, it's far more, I kind of want to say universal, think about it like a universe, like it's, it's, there's so much more to it. You can uh, follow me on Twitter. I'm a big advocate on, t- on Twitter. So my uh, Twitter handle is Rad Coverdale. So it's R-A-D Coverdale. Uh, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, my website is contentmarketingcreative.com. Yeah, that's pretty much me. I want to say a big thank you to everyone who's been involved in the podcast this week, to Ross Coverdale, to Alex Burgess, and of course to the Huddersfield bass band Stems. If you like their work, you can check them out on facebook.com forward slash stems.ensemble. And thank you for joining us on the podcast once again. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes and join us on Facebook. Just search for us and then there's a creative community of people waiting to network with you. And until next time, stay productive, stay awesome.